call up uh, each class, the youth class, and uh, they're going to present their verse, and the teachers are going to present them with certificates, and I'm going to give them a trophy. And then, at, and then we'll call up the second class and the third, the oldest class, and present them. And then I have awards for the teachers' participation as well. So, all right, truth seekers, front and center. All right, so uh, Jacqueline, is, Jacqueline and Trinace are their teachers. I have certificates for the teachers as well and for the kids, so I'm gonna, you can give the kids their certificates, and uh, I'll hit you guys up next door. How about that? We only got 15 minutes. Here we go, Malachi. Malachi. Somebody, where's Charmone? Yeah, there you go. Well, we have Jada. Here, Jada. Thank you. All right. Here, Nevaeh. Bree, Bree. You gonna name your trophy? Jeremiah. Here we go, Jeremiah. Chris. Drew, Drew, all right. <laughs> Amen, what a blessing. All right, the next class is Miss Monica and Miss Luvia's class. Luvia's not here. She had to leave. She will be back. down on the, the first row, the front row. Thank you. All right, now we have our uh, young adults. Uh, and Jeremy, Bill, Dick, and Michelle are their teachers. And we know Michelle has just had a baby. I thought I saw Jeremy. So, oh, you want to? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got their certificates. Here we go. First is your address and present your verse. John three sixteen. For okay. For For God 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. For God gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but to have eternal life. Uh, I have certificates for the teachers. I just want to mention their names. Uh, Michelle Hardnett, Patty Kine is here. Obviously, Bonnie and Bill Dick. Who's, this was their brainchild. Uh, that's our presentation. It is a blessing to, to see our young people learn God's word. I can tell you there's nothing more important for you to learn than to learn God's word. And we're glad that you have excitement about doing it and take it seriously at the same time. That's truth seekers is learning God's word and having fun. And so we, uh, we're glad to see the, uh, the learning part. And we, we hear the fun part because you guys make a lot of noise. And we hear all that all the way over here. But we're glad to, glad to have both of those. So we'll dismiss you now. Thank you for your participation. And thank you for your presentation today. Let's give them another chance. I would like to say a word as they leave. Um, we have a lot of our volunteers for different reasons who aren't here today. And I know they are faithful um, in their task and in their job. Um, I know the Dicks are, are traveling there to uh, be at uh, Michael's graduation this week. and so. We've excused them, and we have some others who, who also um, participate faithfully and could not make it today. But I am thankful to the Lord for uh, those volunteers, those adults who help in that role. It's a very important role, and uh, it couldn't happen without their help. So I want to just say, all right, let's go ahead with the rest of our, our regular prayer time. We're going to go right into our meditation time by Brian. For our time of meditation, we're going to continue in Ezekiel. That they rebelled against him. And he talked about that, about how God refrained from going into a final judgment with the people because of. We get into verse 33, and the momentum of the passage changes. So let me just read. I live, declares the Lord God, surely with, an out, with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out, I will be king over you. I will bring you out from the peoples and gather you out from the countries where you are scattered with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out. And I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples and there I will enter into judgment with you face to face. As I entered into judgment with your fathers in the wilderness, of the land of Egypt, so I will enter into judgment with you, declares the Lord God. I will make you pass under the rod, and I will bring you into the bond of the covenant. I will purge out the rebels from among you, and those who transgress against me. I will bring them out of the land where they sojourn, but they shall not enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. As for you, O house of Israel, 
Thus says the Lord God, go serve every one of you his idols now and hereafter. And if you will not listen to me, but my holy name you shall no longer profane with your gifts and your idols. For on my holy mountain, the mountain height of Israel, declares the Lord God, there all the house of Israel, all of them shall serve me in the land. There I will accept them, and there I will require your contributions and the choices of your gifts with all your sacred offerings. As a pleasing aroma, I will accept you when I bring you out from the peoples and gather you out from the countries where you have been scattered. And I will manifest my holiness among you in the sight of the nations. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I bring you into the land of Israel, the country that I swore to give your fathers. And there you shall remember your ways and your deeds with which you have defiled yourselves. And you shall loathe yourselves for all the evils that you have committed. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I deal with you for my name's sake, not according to your evil ways, nor according to your corrupt deeds, O house of Israel, declares the Lord God. What God does not treat us according to our deeds, but according to the sake of his name. Grace. Right? Grace. What is unmerited favor? What do you mean by unmerited favor? Nothing other than what you do deserve. are a few things that they burst out in praise for. The power of God, the judgment of God, but it's the grace of God that we break out in because we don't deserve his grace. And one of the biggest flaws of our society is the sense of deserving that we have, right? People think they deserve, even on Mother's Day, I was really bothered by this. There are people who call themselves fur mamas. And what that means is, yeah, you don't, you never heard of that, fur mamas. And what that is, is there are people who want to celebrate Mother's Day, but they don't have children, but they have pets. And the thing about that, you may laugh about that, but to me, that's a symptom of society because here we have people who have chosen not to have children, Right? So if you chose not to have children, you should have made peace with the fact that you will not have things that other people have, right? You chose that, but now when it's time to celebrate those who do have children, you feel jealous enough to try to steal that day. And so when there's Mother's Day, let me tell you something. Mother's Day is a special day to me. Because God called mothers to be mothers. It's a special thing to be a mother. It's not just anything to be a mother. It's a special calling to be a mother. And when somebody tried to say, well, I was, I'm also a fur mama because I have two dogs and a cat and a gerbil. They feel that they deserve the honor of being a mother without being a mother. And what that's speaking to is that sense of deserving people have. They are entitled. That's the exact opposite feeling you will have if you want to understand what grace is. Because you're not entitled to grace. The Bible tells us we're entitled only to judgment. Everybody wants to have something. 
and people mistakenly think of salvation like it's welfare. You are not entitled to salvation. You don't deserve salvation. It says in this passage, you will loathe yourself. It is only that sense of loathing. And where does that sense of loathing come from? It says, I deserve hell. It's understanding what we really deserve that causes us to appreciate anything. That's why people don't like the holiday of Thanksgiving. That's why they have to jump immediately to Black Friday. Because you can't be thankful if you think you deserve everything. We live in a world where people think they deserve everything. They get out of college, they want a six-figure income. They're working on a job, they think they deserve to come in late every once in a while. They think they deserve X, Y, and Z. They think they deserve to get a break. We deserve very little. What we do deserve is not good. We ought to be thanking God. And that's what prayer should start with. It should start with thanks. That's why we say in Jesus' name. It's, I wish we would stop saying it because we say it so often we forget what it means. In Jesus' name means I don't deserve to pray. I have no right to enter into the throne room of God. It's only because in Jesus' name that I come. In other words, Jesus sent me, God. If I came by myself, I would deserve to get thrown out. Just like if I busted into the White House, unannounced, uninvited. The White House security, the Secret Service, would take me to jail. How much more if I busted into the throne of God, uninvited? In the ancient days, if you approached a king without being invited, you were killed. So when we come into the throne room of God, we have to say in Jesus' name, it's saying, God, I have permission to come. Without Jesus' name, we have no permission. Look at it, it says, with an outstretched hand and with wrath poured out. And it's important for us as Christians to remember the judgment of God because that's where the grace of God comes from. It's only an understanding that God is an angry God. I control angry but justly angry about sin that we start to appreciate the grace of God and how much he saved us, how little we deserve God, but how he came into our lives and how we ought to be thankful. All the good things that we have. And so I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful because all the things that I need in my life that I'm missing, God provides. We live in a society that doesn't have friendship. That's the church. Let's make our prayer short, so let's not go longer than half a minute. But everybody can pray because we don't have a whole lot in here today. So let's have um, everybody in the room, just a short prayer of something that's on your heart. in any order, and then I'll end once everybody in the room has prayed. All right, let's go. Others of the church, Lord, um, we especially are thankful with a child that was just born today, Lord. And we, Father's Day, and we want to thank you, Lord, for our mothers, that you have called them, Lord, to raise us the right way, Lord, just like you said uh, with Timothy, Lord, that his heritage of God came from his grandmother. And we have 
godly mothers and grandmothers in this church, Lord. So I pray that you would just help them to high calling, a higher standard. And we thank you, Lord, for just the mothers that we have in our church, Lord. They're good mothers. And we pray, Lord, that you would just um, have them be an example, Lord, to a world that is abilities and gifting and calling that you've given mothers, Lord. We live in a society that wants to blur the line between male and female. They think that makes women equal to men. But in really, given our men calling too, but we want to thank you for the calling for our mothers. Just recalling Mother's Day just on Sunday, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. I'm going to share something interesting that happened with you. That happened to me with you guys. Um, that was this morning, actually. So normally I go to work, get up at like 6.50 to get ready for work. This morning I had a dentist appointment to get the last of my dental work done. So I'm happy about that. I don't have to see them anymore unless it's for cleaning or something goes horribly wrong. So they got enough money for me over the last year, trying to get everything done before I don't have the insurance anymore until I find another job. But that's a whole other story. So we've been working on this new song in the choir band, and it's just been playing in my mind, playing in my mind. Since we were introduced this song, it's called Before the Throne. Is that the right title? Before the Throne. Now, this song has been stuck in my head, and I do not know why. It's just playing over and over and over again. I've listened to the radio, and it's been playing over and over and over again. And I've listened to a lot of the songs. We play the songs up here. Something interesting happened with this song, though. I woke up out of my sleep so overjoyed I was in tears this morning. Like 6 o'clock in the morning, my wife thought something was wrong. She gets up, she's like, what's wrong, what's wrong? I'm like, there is nothing wrong. Everything is right, right? I'm sitting here, and I'm like, the words are resonating in my mind. We come to the throne room, and we lay ourselves down at your feet. And I'm sitting there like, that can only happen because God allows us to. We're not worthy to do that. And I don't know why that hit me this morning. Like I said, woke me up out of my sleep. Just, there is nothing in me that is worthy to come before God. And I sat there, and, and I prayed for like an hour. Now, that's another thing. I've never done that before in my life. But it, and it wasn't, God, give me this. God, help me with that. It was like, thank you. Just simply thank you, because there's no reason I should be able to come to you for anything. So that was, that was very interesting to me. And I started thinking, like, okay, i got to start paying attention to our songs a whole lot more. Because you hear the words, but how much do you actually relate to what's being said? Like I said, there's a lot of songs I hear. I hear the words. I hear the words. There's only a couple of them I can think that particularly strike me. But for some reason, this one right here just woke me up out of my sleep. And I thank God for that because, like I said, it's a, a feeling I have never had before. And I'm sure you've probably had it before. If you haven't, when it happens, it's going to be like, man, there's a joy you have not known ever in your life like something like that. So tonight, I want us to pray about just that fact that we are unworthy yet worthy enough to come to God because he makes us worthy. So we're going to take some prayer requests, but just keep that in mind. As we pray tonight, like, our petitions, God doesn't have to answer them, but because he is merciful and he is kind and he is just, he does that for us. And it's not because of something that we've done or anything we have in us, because if he looks at us, and all I kept thinking about was like, I am nothing but a filthy rag to God. But he still picks me up and says, I'm going to use you for my glory. So what kind of prayer request do you got tonight?
and now that you mentioned that, that was the other thing that struck me too. As I sat there and I was, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, we are truly being an example right now, because we got an unsaved person in our house, and every day we are being an example, whether we realize it or not. Every action that we take, somebody is watching. And I was like, man, again, that's one of those things. Where like, I didn't choose to do this in a degree I did by letting her move into the house, but at the same time, God was like, you don't have a choice. I'm going to use you to do something in her life. And as a matter of fact, she sent us a text message earlier saying that she passed her first test with a 95. So she's out working right now, otherwise she'd be here. So that's another uh, answer to prayer. She's found a way to make some income. Now just getting her to make sure that income doesn't take the place of (laughs) the church. Anything else? Anybody else? Prayer request for Charmone. Probably hasn't shared this with a lot of people, but well, she probably has. She put it on Facebook, so a lot of people should know. But she went for an interview yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Might have been Monday. The days run together. And it was for a job that she was completely not qualified for. And she, she was like, I don't know this, I don't know this. And I'm like, just go. The worst thing that can happen is they tell you no. She goes for the first interview. She comes back. She says, I'm worried. I don't think that I'm going to get it. doesn't matter anyway. I got my own business. I said, you got the job. They call her back. She goes for a second interview today. And she calls me. She's like, well, I want to tell you how the interview went. I said, when do you start? She said, how do you know I got the job? I'm like, I know you got the job. Like, you know, when you went in there, you had the job. But they wouldn't have called you back for the second interview after you told them, I don't know this, 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 and this. They came back, had her come back and told her, we're going to teach you what you need to know to be where you want to be. And they know that she has her own business. So she said, I'm going to mold you into the person that you desire to be. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to teach you this stuff that you were trying to learn that you need to know. So I praise God for that because she was trying to figure out how to go to school for this stuff. But finances are kind of funny with school. Now she gets to learn it and get paid to learn it. So yeah, I worked that out for us. So just be in prayer for her because she's nervous about starting her job. It's her first full-time position ever. So she's, she's like, I don't know if I can work full-time. I'm like, you got it. It's easy gonna be difficult sometimes but it's not bad so just pray for her in it anybody else before we pray